The presenting sponsor of Behind the Beak is Down in Front Productions. DIFP is a video production company located in Birmingham, Alabama that strives to provide high-quality video services for your business or event at very competitive prices with a personal approach. They specialize in sporting events, weddings, and business videography, but also provide recording and video editing work for other events such as seminars, commercials, and concerts. Give Dustin and the crew a call at 205-588-0868 or visit them at difpbham.com. That's difpbham.com to see how they can help you. Down in Front Productions, the presenting sponsor of Behind the Beat. Behind the Beat, the official podcast of Jacksonville State Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tyler Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Behind the Beat, the official podcast of Jacksonville State Athletics. I'm Tyler Brown, and this is episode number 19 of the series, recording from my desk at home while the athletic department and university continues to practice social distancing. If you missed last week's installment, episode number 18, it featured head strength and conditioning coach Gavin Halford, and he took us into an in-depth look into the new sports performance center that the athletics department announced just last week, had been finished with its renovations and opened up. It's a fantastic podcast, and he takes us into the nooks and crannies of the sports performance center that maybe wasn't mentioned in the release and gave us some more detail there. If you'd like to see the release and see some of the photos of the Sports Performance Center, you can find that on our homepage right now. Uh, it's just an amazing thing that they've done over there, and it's a huge upgrade from the weight room at Kinnemer Hall. I think that you'll enjoy it, and I know that our student-athletes are really going to enjoy working out in there. If you missed it, you can go back and give it a listen. All previous episodes of the podcast can be streamed at jsugamecocksports.com podcasts on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. It's been a busy past couple of weeks in the athletic department, especially for uh, the sports information staff. We've been working together to put together a plan to get things out on the website and out on social media for you. Right now, if you go to our social media pages, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you'll find that we've got a bracket challenge out right now called Gamecock Madness. It's a field of 34 events, and we are narrowing that down day by day to choose your favorite moment of the past 25 years since Jacksonville State joined the Division I ranks. There will be a poll put up every day that you can vote on and hope that you enjoy doing that. It's a great interactive thing that we've put up, and I'm enjoying seeing all the results coming in and what you think is our greatest moment since joining Division One. Also new to the website, we're going to have a feature story coming up almost every single day of the week. You can go to jsugamecocksports.com, and right there on the homepage, we'll have a brand new feature story for you. The one that went up just Monday is about our guest today, Alba Connie Harrow, and how she is dealing with the pandemic, being at home, her video journal, and some different stuff like that that she'll mention today in the podcast, but definitely go back and read the story from Monday. It has a few quotes from head coach Andrea Morris and how the tennis team is dealing with everything going on right now. As I mentioned, for this week's featured interview, I spoke on the phone with tennis senior Alba Connie Harrow, who is from Barcelona, Spain. She had elected to stay here this summer rather than go back home to Spain. 
And now she's kind of locked in her apartment with the COVID-19 pandemic and she's practicing social distancing. And so we talked to her about what she's doing to keep entertained. She has a video blog that she is doing that she's had a YouTube channel for a while since she was a freshman in 2017. And now she is journaling how the COVID-19 pandemic is affecting her. And then she also talks about what her plans are moving forward after the semester as she was a senior. So she's trying to decide whether she comes back for another year of tennis or if she goes on to get her master's. It's a fantastic interview. I think you'll enjoy it. It's coming up right now. Here is our guest, Alba Kanihara. Joining us on the podcast this week is senior tennis player Alba Kanihara. Alba, uh, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Tyler. How are you? Doing great. How are you today? How are you uh, dealing good. with everything that's going on? Good. I'm just staying home and trying to stay safe. And Alba, you're from uh, Barcelona, Spain, and you're one of the international students that we have here on campus, and you're staying in town. What was that uh, led you to the decision to stay in Jacksonville? Well, the reason why I'm staying here in Jacksonville is because I was already planning to stay here during the summer um, because I work uh, in campus. And, well, those were my plans, so I just stick to them and housing um let us stay here so that was really good for me and for the other internationals that we are uh, here in town are there any other uh, internationals that you have that are friends maybe possibly on the uh, volleyball team the tennis teams that have stayed in town with you that you guys are you know you haven't been able to go home or maybe you didn't plan to go home this summer and now things have happened and uh, things are closed and now you're quarantined at home yeah, so there is um, one of my teammates, she's my roommate, and she's staying here as well. She's Balsan, she's from Turkey, and she was planning to go home, I think it was the beginning of May, but her flight got cancelled, so I think she's going to stay here. And then I have one of my uh, older teammates, she's Elena, she's from Spain as well, and she was already planning to stay in here during the summer. Uh, she was actually graduating this semester. Um, and then there is also Lena from the volleyball team. I know she's here. Um, I think she's having the same issues as we are, but we're sticking together and I mean, we are doing great. And it's good that you've got friends, that you've got your roommates that have been sticking yeah, around. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about, and you're really the first active student athlete that I've talked to. I've talked to a former basketball player and a former uh, volleyball player that have been playing professionally, but as far as collegiate athletes go, you're the first that I can ask this question to. You guys on March 11th played Kennesaw State, and it was just the next day that they decided that they were going to suspend all athletic activity in the OVC, and then not long after that, they went ahead and canceled the rest of the season. When you heard that the season had been suspended and then ultimately canceled, what were your thoughts? Honestly, I was so sad. Um, like for one side, I was like expecting it because I was seeing that other conferences were doing that. But like for the other hand, I was like, this cannot be possible. You know, like my last season is going to be canceled um, because of coronavirus. You know, I wasn't like. I don't know. I wasn't expecting that this will end like this. And it was very sad. It was very sad. Now, I know the NCAA has granted an extra season for those that participate in spring sports. Does that help you? Does that uh, 
allow you to come back for another year, or do you already have plans to move on after this season? Honestly, I don't know yet what I'm going to do because I was ready to be done this semester, you know? Like, I had, like, things planned, and, like, I was ready to be over, but, like, right now, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I still need to think about it, but I know a lot of people, a lot of seniors probably are in the same position as I am, and it's tough because it's like you're ready to go, but at the same time, you don't want this ending like this. So, yeah, I guess I just need to think about it. I know there's a lot of people that are in that same situation to where they've they've either had a job offer already or they've had something lined up for a while that they're going to go straight into right after the season's over. And then there's some that you know maybe don't have anything planned and they're able to either come back for another semester or maybe begin grad school for you being an international student does that throw any more trouble into the mix of being able to stay here and be able to stay in school while also trying to keep everything in line as far as paperwork goes with staying in another country well i don't think in my case i was planning to do a master's so I don't think I will have any problems with that because I guess I will just um, extend my student visa. But um, for a person that, for example, is already graduate, I guess if they want to stay, they have to start a master. I don't think there is any... I guess if you want to stay playing, you got to keep uh, doing college or a master. Ali, you were able to come back from a fall injury. You tore your meniscus and... You were playing well, two and one overall, and then uh, had some great doubles wins, five and two with Malin Buchner and a, a few other matches. Tell me about how this season was going. Well, it was actually kind of like weird because my knee wasn't feeling the best. Like I was, I was going through pain, and we were. I was working with uh, Coach Amores, and we were seeing like how my knee was feeling and. We were like deciding, okay, you're going to be playing this match and now you're going to rest. And he was helping me um, with that and with taking care of myself, you know, like because I needed to be healthy for, by the end of the season. And we were working on that. And like the fact that like, the season is has been canceled and I, I did the surgery last semester and everything was for being able to play my last season and I don't know like I don't feel like all that I went through with the surgery was for nothing because I mean I needed to do it for being healthy but I did all of that to be ready to play my last season and it hasn't been possible so I don't know it was a lot of emotions together with all of this going on and Alba during all of this Something that some people may not know is that you run a YouTube channel. You've done that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and during uh, during this entire pandemic, I know a lot of people have been keeping journals. They want to try to remember things that are happening right now. You know, this is something that they're going through that is a, a big deal. And you're also doing that, but you're doing it from a video journal standpoint. So tell me a little bit about that video journal that you're doing and uh, what made you want to do that. Well, I, th I think I started on my first semester, so that was on spring 2017. And I remember I started, um, it was like by the end of May, I would say, or maybe April. And I started because I wanted to document like how was the life in 
in the states i am i thought it was um it was going to be interesting and and i love doing video stuff and doing that also like help help me to see that i really like to do video so i did it for fun and because i really wanted to document uh, my experience and then the next semester when we start the fall well the fall season the preseason i did a few videos on some tournaments that we went and i like it and i decided to do like every game or every moment that i thought it would be nice to to document and i i did it i did a blog and 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 also to help people to decide or to see how is college life so i really like it when you say that you were wanting to document what it was like being in the states what has it been like for you versus being at home in Barcelona and then coming to the United States? What is the what is the main difference that you've seen? Um, well, I would say people like Jacksonville is a pretty small town, so people is like more closer and I don't want to say nicer because I'm not saying that people back home is not nice, but right. here it's like like the southern hospitality is is true, you know, like like people here is like very very nice and so open and always willing to help you. And I guess like this being a smaller town, you can see this more often. But um, the, I think the main thing for me that changed a lot, it was like freedom, like here, like being so far away from home, like you got, you have like completely freedom in what you do and all the responsibility is on you, you know, like, you're protected with your coaches and the learning department is always going to be there to help you. But it's like, it's mainly you, also your teammates are going to be there for you, but it's like you are alone here, not specifically like alone, but you gotta, you are the one responsible for your acts. I think that's the main thing that is different. And then as far as the video journal that you've made recently, uh, with the pandemic and what you've been doing, it was interesting to watch because you were uh, doing a lot of activities with your roommates. I know Elena Kinderman is one of your roommates from the volleyball team. Tell yeah. me, tell me some of the things that you were doing to keep entertained uh, whenever the quarantine first started, and some other things in the journal that you've touched on that when people go to watch it, kind of what they're expecting to see. Well, the things that we did for keeping us busy, like we went to play some tennis and we played some volleyball and we were doing uh, some uh, like sports activities to do something. And then, you know, on the nights or afternoons, we were just watching movies or <laughs> we also play on the Lena brought uh, the Wii Sports. So we were <laughs> playing the Wii and yeah, that was fun. That was fun. And well, well for the for the YouTube channel, I wanted to like, to show to my subscribers what was going on uh, with me in the States with all this pandemic going on, you know? From what you've seen of things back home in Spain and then things that are going on here, what are some things that you're hearing from back home? How are things in your hometown? How's your family doing? Well, my family is doing well. They're like uh, locked down in the house and they're just like going out the street to buy groceries that's the only reason why they are going out and they are they were like saying to me like be careful you know like all of this is coming your way so like be careful don't panic but just be ready and try to stay in the house and don't hang out around with a lot of people that you don't know all these kind of things and that's why i think 
like things are going to get tougher here as well because right now in Spain it's like like they are going to now they're in this moment that things are going to get better it seems like but they have been like locked down like for a month or even more so no I think that things are going to be like this here as well for you having family there, whereas uh, most people in America to where, you know, their family's here, they don't have someone outside of the country that has really experienced anything like this prior to it getting here. Did that help you kind of prepare and help you stay calm throughout the whole thing, having someone that you love and you trust that has already kind of lived through it, say, here's what's coming, be prepared for it? Yeah, completely. Like my mom was saying to me, like, because I, of course, I had like these kind of panic moments of like, man, I don't know what's going to happen if I get sick or something. And she's like, just calm down. Like, you're going to be okay. Like, you are healthy and you're young. You know, the the chances of you get, getting really bad are really low. It can happen. But if you are like stay in the house and, you know, keep yourself healthy, like you are going to be okay. And that helped a lot because, well, if I was having a bad moment, like thinking on that, she was telling me like all of this, you know, so it helped. Going back to the video journal, this isn't the first big event that you have kept tabs on. Back during the tornado of 2018, you kept a video journal of everything that was going on with the tornado. And it's a fantastic series to watch that you did because you and your roommates, you're videoing, you're recording yourselves before the tornado hits, you're, you're videoing during the tornado. And then right after that, you were maybe one of the first people on campus that went outside and had footage of all of the damage that the tornado had caused. Tell me about that experience that you went through. Well, I remember um, starting that video that we had this tornado alert. And I remember we were watching a movie with my <laughs> with my teammates and we were like, you know, chill, like nothing is happening. And we really, really didn't know what, what was going on. And I decided to do that blog because I was, well, I was doing these videos for, for the games and stuff. And I was like, well, I'm going to document this as well. Like, why not? And I remember like, we realized that the situation was getting really bad when one of our teammates that he, that right now he's our GA, um, he used to live in the reserve. And I remember coach like being very gory and texting like where is Peteto? this is the guy and in that moment we realized that things were getting really bad because we kind of lost him like we didn't know where he was and we didn't know if he was safe and all of that was when the tornado hit so after that well all the police and the um, well ambulance and everyone came and we realized that that was bad so after in that moment we didn't know like if a lot of play, uh, things were damaged or not and until the next morning like we didn't see all the damage and that was very sad to see all campus like that bad it was it was very sad was that the first time that you had been through something like that a storm to that magnitude yeah yeah that was my first time was it scary that when you when you got outside and saw the damage that it had caused uh, what were what were your thoughts and feelings as you were VOing and giving a commentary as you were as as you were shooting everything well i remember it was like very scary and and sad and the feeling i had during 
all the time it was like what's going to happen now like how are we going to keep going and keep doing our normal lives if everything is like that i remember i was thinking like how are we going to keep playing the season like with no courts you know so i remember that and i had like this weird feeling of not knowing what my future is going to be and i had a really similar feeling with uh, when they told us that season was cancelled uh, now uh, in these past weeks i remember I, I was thinking like i was feeling like this when the tornado hit it was a feeling of not knowing what's what's going to happen and and being concerned about my future. Do you look to possibly continue video work as a profession? Is that something that you're looking to get into once you graduate? Yeah, yeah, completely. Right now I'm working with the um, um, marketing and communication services here in campus, and we do all the academic videos for the university, and I really like doing that, so I hope, well, I can stay with them until my college uh, career is over and then we'll see what happens. But for sure, I want to do something with video related. Well, we're very close to wrapping up, but before you go, we're going to ask you a few questions in a new segment called, did you know? And I want to ask you around five or six questions just to uh, get some answers off of the top of your head and get to know a little bit more about Alba. So are you ready to go? Yep. Right now on Netflix, what is your favorite show? I don't know why. These past like days, I haven't been feeling like watching like any series or something. But I think the last one I've seen it was How to Get Away with Murder. That was that was a good one. I'm just waiting for the next season to come out. What is your favorite food? Or Italian food or seafood? Yeah. Who's your favorite celebrity or athlete? I would say Rafa Nadal because I think he's a well, he's a good Spanish athlete, and I think he's a person to look up. If you weren't playing tennis, what other sport would you be playing? I would say soccer. As a child, what was your favorite toy growing up? Um, maybe the Nintendo DS, you know, this. I used to love the Animal Crossing. What's the thing you miss most about Spain? My family. Well, Alba, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast today. Uh, we hope the best for you. Hope that you're staying in, staying safe the rest of the summer. Hopefully things will improve and we can get back to work soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. That'll do it for this week's edition of Behind the Beak. I hope that you and yours are healthy and I will talk to you again next week. I'll be back Tuesday with episode number 20 and another feature interview. With that, I'm Tyler Brown saying thank you for listening and go Gamecocks. This has been Behind the Beak, the official podcast of Jacksonville State Athletics. Look for new episodes each week or browse the archives on the Apple Podcast app or by visiting jsugamecocksports.com. For more on Jacksonville State Athletics, visit the official website of the Gamecocks, jsugamecocksports.com, and follow JSU on social media by searching at JSU Gamecocks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.